This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Canva is awesome for so many reasons, for your social media, but for work. If you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics? Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. Yes. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. The single most unifying position held by Americans is appreciation for those who protect our freedom and our families. You can help honor fallen or disabled U.S. service members and first responders by donating to Folds of Honor. They award scholarships to make sure the educational dreams of their sons and daughters and spouses live on. They have a four at a four-star ranking on Charity Navigator, so you can give with confidence at foldsofhonor.org. Welcome to Friday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Well, about, I don't know, a minute from now, Luke Combs. Uh, we recorded this interview. I want you to hear it. You haven't heard it yet, so it's not something we've aired before. But here is myself and Luke Combs. And we recorded this because today his brand new album is out. So if you're a Luke Combs fan, enjoy. And let's start the show. Bobby Bones. Yeah. All right, big day today because the new Luke Combs album is out. You know, people wait forever for your... I mean, yeah. Here it is. Yeah. And do you go and, I mean, who's telling you if people are loving it equally or more? And who do you trust? Oh, man, the fans for sure is who you listen to. I but think. would they say, we like this one less? Yes. Some of my <laughs> fans would for sure. 100% they would, yeah. They'd be like, I can't believe this. Or, you know, it's, it's and it, I think that's, you know, I mean, that's the best stuff you can listen to. I mean, you can't let it, you know, really drive your decision making or your songwriting, but it's good when people are honest with you about it and it gets, you can get to a point where it's hard to feel like, you know, it's like almost you get to this point where it's like, let's, let's say I put this album out and it's out today and it's the best album I've ever put out. Right. Let's say it is. And let's say whoever on my team, it doesn't matter if it's Cappy or whoever they come up and they go, God, dude, this album's great. It's hard to be like, it is great. 
Because like, and not that I don't trust them, you know, implicitly, because I do. But then you start to wonder, you're like, man, are they just like pulling my leg, you know, like trying to make me feel good, you know, kind of thing? Because what if it's not good, you know? I don't know. I think any, I feel like that's the curse of being like a creative person. It's like your mind is like way too overactive, you know? It's like the best thing about what we do and the worst thing about what we do. Because you're so prone to like second guessing yourself or like wondering if somebody's being real with you or or not, you know, it's just hard to like trust people's feedback sometimes, you know? So I find that all you can do is just love, you know, you have to just love the songs and just trust that you did, you know, that you did your best, I think is the only thing that I put any stock in at this point. I had a couple people in my life and in my last book, I wrote about how I only trust people to tell me I did good. If they've told me I haven't done good sure. and it's a weird way to feel, but mm-hmm. I, again, once you get to a certain point, everybody just starts to be nice to you. Sure even if it sucks. Mm-hmm. And so I know that my wife will tell me how exactly how right. she feels. And sometimes it cuts. When oh, it, when, when it hurts. It, yeah, because you think in your head, you're like, man, I want people to be honest with me. And then they are. And, and you're, you're like, like, that sucks. No more. No never more. Never mind. Yeah, no tell more Tell me honesty. it's good. Yes. <laughs> tell me it's good. But then it's like you're doing yourself a disservice at that point. You know what I mean? And so if you have somebody that tells you you suck, you, yes. can, you can trust them to tell you that you don't. 100%. So 100%. any of these songs on this record, were they the ones that fell out and you wrote in like 15 minutes? Going, Going, Gone was pretty fast. That one was pretty fast. Um, and probably middle of somewhere, that one went really fast too. Um, but just fun. I mean, just it's really like if – I mean, if it's just fun, you know, it's easy to write, you know. Or if you have a really great – like Going, Going, Gone had such a great riff, like a pronounced thing that we were writing to. Um, I think that one – was really great because you're not really worried about anything. You're just like, you're just going. The new album's out today, Growing Up. Here we go. Three big questions, and then we're going to let you go about your merry way because you have so much to do. By the way, great album. Here we go. Question number one. Do you ever go back and hear an old song that you did and go, oh, that, I, what was I thinking? That is not a good song. I'm not even asking you to say the song oh, if you, because there are other songwriters involved, but do you ever listen back and go, oh, wh- why did I even record that? I don't think anything that's made it on an album I feel that way about. Um, it doesn't have to be album. It can be just something where oh, you, you go back to an old dude. Definitely, <laughs> oh, all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Like all the time. Yeah. But but why would you all? If you say all the time, like how can you write a poor song at this point? I think it's just I don't. And you're always like the day you write it. You know this. It's like the day you write it. You're so excited about it because you're like you're done with it. I never gauge a song by how I feel about it when I'm done writing it. It's the next day is the bar. That's funny you do that because if I write something funny, I won't do it for a month because I can't because I'm so I'm so associated with yeah. being in it and then I lose mm-hmm. it while I'm in it. Do you ever lose it while you're in it because you spent so much time inside uh-huh. of it? Yeah. And you're like, oh, I don't yeah. even know if this is good anymore. Yeah. And I get like the next day for me is the thing. Like I always text the people. I'm like, hey, do you guys listen to that song? And then they'll be like, eh, yeah. Does anyone, we ever always say it's not good? Does anyone yeah. ever say, hey, it's not that good, Luke? Yeah. Good oh, yeah. Them. Good for them. Yeah, like we'll be like, man, we just – and sometimes that's like we'll just go and rewrite the t- you know that thing or change what we don't like about it. Or So I think you have to be willing to do that too. You know, you have to be willing to – but you always have to I – mean, I've always heard that you just – you have to finish a song. Even if it's bad, even if you don't like it, the practice of getting it complete – you know, like if your job was cutting down trees and you got halfway through cutting the tree down, you would never know how to fell a tree because you had never done it before. You might be really good at chopping the tree halfway down and then you don't know how to do the rest. So it's like 
all you songwriters out there, even if you're writing bad songs, you have to just finish them and then and, and move on. Question two is if someone said, hey, man, here's a million bucks. I need you to write me a radio hit. You have 30 minutes. Do you think you could do it? 30? Yes. yes. Ah, love it. All right, hand my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Pay Let's the go. man. Yeah. And what would you do? Would you, would you chase... Just a big melody without a lot of like depth, and you know we're gonna I go so, whoa, yeah. whoa, a lot of those. <laughs> I I think if if it was in that in that sense, in and a thirty minute exact window, sense, thirty minutes, one million dollars, yeah. it's got to be a top melodies, ten hit. Melodies, it, melodies, the thing, and claps and, and melodies crowd and, and yeah, melodies, man, singability, like something that people can sing back to. I think is the biggest thing with any hit, really. Final question: You put out this album today. Mm-hmm. Do you feel as good? Or better about this album than the other albums that you've put out. Interesting question, man. I feel different about this one um, in the sense of it came together over the last two and a half for three years, and it was like all the recording sessions were so spread out and different. It was just a completely different process than the other two, just because of the circumstances of the world at the time that it was made and all the different sessions that we did. And then the tour came along. So that put the brakes on it and I didn't do any work on it for the whole tour because I just couldn't, I just couldn't think about it because it was like, I wouldn't be able to focus on it. So I feel really great about it, but it's just completely different and it's hard to even gauge it beside the other two. Cause it was just so completely different. The album's out today in full transparency. We actually recorded this back in April before uh, Luke's wife, and Luke had a baby, yep. so and we can air all this even as I'm about to say as sure. it is. But I'm just going to say, hey man, how's the baby? And give me a few responses, sure. And then we'll highlight the one, <laughs> whichever like, one yeah, happens. Like, like right. tie, like right. so. So yeah. how, how was it at the hospital? Oh, it was great, man. You know, stressful. Oh yeah, stressful. stressful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of give, course. Yeah, give me a second answer in case it's, yeah. it's not stressful at all. Yeah. Oh, it was great, man. It was, it was easy peasy. Wow, good for oh, look at that. Super yeah. easy. easy. Okay, yeah. cool. Easy. Yeah. And how's it been back at the house with the baby? It's good. It's been good. Uh, not a lot of sleep. Okay, cool, yeah. Not a lot of sleep. There's also a possibility that we could not have a baby yet, by the way. It's oh, okay. That, well, that's it's okay. That close. Hey, Luke, where's the baby? Who knows? Somewhere. Okay, there we go. Look. <laughs> Somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere. And then do uh, and, and we're this is all yeah. all playing for audience right yeah. here. Do one where you go. I've got tons of sleep. People are so wrong about how hard it is. All right, here we go. Here's Luke Jones. Man, I've been sleeping great. I don't know what everybody's <laughs> talking about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Luke Combs albums out today. Um, we obviously recorded this back in April, so uh, just man, love it, love what you do, you. love to see you. It. Just it's just a big, big, honest conversation with you, and I can always appreciate that. Well, likewise, man. All right, Thank there you. he is, Luke Combs. Go, go see him. Stream the music at Luke Combs on Instagram, and we'll be back. You know, when people send us emails, they do write, hello, oh, 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 oh. I didn't just start that out of nowhere. I was wondering about that. That was one or two, and then people write their emails like that. (laughs) Some do, some don't, and some are really long. And it's like, hello, la, la, la. (laughs) So just know that's on the email. Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email, and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My family and I started a small business about five years ago. It's a niche business. There aren't many of us around just yet. We've worked from the ground up. Blood, sweat, tears. We have grown our business, which has just been named Best in the State for its class. Now, I understand similar businesses are going to pop up. We almost encourage it. We love collaborating with similar companies growing in our industry. But... 
One of our previous employees is new, now open the same kind of business in our old location, selling the exact same stuff. Not only that, they copy our social posts, they host the same events. Uh, they told everyone, quote, they are in the business to put us out of business. Oh. Dang. Now, <laughs> now we were all getting along with them, but dang, it's annoying. How do we stand out without them piggybacking off us? Do we confront them, extend the olive branch? We're in a small town. Rumors spread like wildfire, but we want to remain cordial. How do we get the leg up? Help. P.S. Listener since day one. My listener loves it. My daughter loves a new kid's book. Signed. Small business lady trying to put her stamp on the world. Well, I appreciate that email. I'll tell you a story somewhat similar. We started this radio show a long time ago. This radio show is done a bit different than other radio shows, not only from how we do it behind the scenes, where I'm the only person that knows what we're going to talk about on the show, to the group of people that's never been on the radio before, to the main host that doesn't have a good radio voice, uh, to there I could just go down the line on how we did everything so different, and we were told forever it's not going to work. And then once it started working and then really started working, everybody started copying it. They were like, oh, yeah, we always knew that was blueprint for success. It was. It's one after the other. Little clones of this show would pop up. Even if it's not a straight clone of the show, they'd still segments and change the name just a little bit, but over and over. And I used to get so upset about that. Now, I just do me. I can't control anybody else. Can't control what they do, what they say. Can't control how they react to things. Can't control what their bosses tell them. I just do me. I do the best version of me. I focus on me and us and what I can do for me, us, and our families. And that's it. Because you don't have enough capacity to worry about this other person. Now, if they're stealing something from you, if they have some inside information, if they're, you can sue them. I never sued anybody in my life, but I would if it came to something like that. But I don't think they are, and there's no law against a similar, very similar business. McDonald's, say hello to Burger King. Apple, say hello to – you can just do yeah. it. There. So here's the advice I'm going to give you, and not just you, the emailer, but other people that are in a similar situation professionally, personally – uh, just do you. It's the only thing you can control. Can't control what they're doing because they're going to do it regardless of how you feel about it, how much it hurts your feelings, how sad you are, how angry you are. That's it. You control you. You do your best job. Put out your most authentic version of what you're doing, and you will come ahead, especially if you're already good. It sounds like you're killing it right now. So keep doing you as least as possible, as less as possible. Try not to worry about that. I know it's hard. You are a human being. And... Be so good at what you do that that is what drives them to go, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. I can't I can't compete against them. So And they'll quit. They'll lose the end. Do you have any shows that I've had to stomp out from being – I mean I could list them. Being like – and I would get really competitive and it didn't matter who was against me. They were my mortal enemy. Uh, some, some still are. They don't even know it. They're not in radio anymore and I'm like, ah. <laughs> um, I, I, some of that's still gone. It, 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 every once in a while a little head pops up. But just do you. That's it. Do you. Focus on you. Do the best you. The end. Because that's all you can do. Other than vandalize in the middle of the night. Oh, wow, don't wow, do wow. that. Oh, that's wow, my wow. point. <laughs> don't do that. And that's it. Close up the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Fun Fact Friday. My favorite segment. All right. Here we go. Number five. Five. So similar to the rings in a tree, your teeth carry a record of stressful times throughout your life. I've been grinding the crap out of mine. I thought of you when I saw this so one. So hard. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't know what's up. Just recently? I wonder if I grind because I'm happy. 
that a thing? Doubt. Has that ever been <laughs> like, wow, you're so happy. I can tell by the rings in your teeth. I don't think so. No? Um, I, I've got a new mouth guard. And my jaws, when I eat sometimes food, I can't open my mouth all the way because my jaws are so tired. The muscles wow. are. So if you look at my teeth, I'm probably Methuselah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Old. Mm, that's a Bible reference for some of you. Oldest home. guy in the Bible. Uh, I had no idea what you are talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out. Number four. Jim Carrey was originally offered the role of Captain Jack Sparrow in Pirates of the Caribbean. He'd have been great. He, he turned it down to do Bruce Almighty. Also good. Yeah, also good. Oh, but Bruce Almighty's real good. Kind of crazy seeing him as, I mean, because Johnny Depp and... I feel like Johnny different. Depp's doing a Jim Carrey impression on Pirates of the Caribbean. You do? He's like, oh, he's dancing around doing Goofy. <laughs> I feel like Johnny Depp's so goofy in that movie that Jim Carrey could have easily done that. I think it'd have been fine. And also, like, Jim Carrey in serious movies better than goofy ones anyway. Yeah. Okay. And then we'd have just thought of it as a Jim Carrey. We'd have been like, you know Johnny Depp was up second for this movie? <laughs> but I think I'm, I'm into it. I'm reading this book right now by this guy, Jim Quick, and he said he worked with Jim Carrey on a product, project, and he was speaking somewhere where Jim Carrey was, and he went up to him afterwards and was like, hey, I'd like to do some private work with you he's like because to do a weird question is that to go up somebody and be like hey buddy we uh like one-on-one i want to hire you as a coach to help me he's like i'm Mm. about to do dumb and dumber and i need to be oh jim carrey asked him yes he goes i i need to be smarter to do my role in dumb and dumber yeah it's really hard to play dumb Mm -hmm. it's not it's easy to be dumb it's hard to play dumb because you can't put yourself there because you it's like uh, trying to be short if you're really tall you can't just Make your unless you're like been it's impossible. Wow. So you got to be really smart to be dumb. So that being said, uh, IQ of uh, 200 lunchbox. <laughs> <laughs> Is that high? It's not a thing. <laughs> see, uh, see what he did there? That's a bril- That's brilliant timing. The, the guy leaves here and he talks in a British accent and has all the degrees. But in this room, guy's crushing it. All right, next. Number three. HBO passed on The Walking Dead because they thought it was too violent. It's very violent though, but HBO. HBO has Oz. That's a pretty crazy show back in the day. So they've always been violent. So that's weird that they would shows like The Wire. And then even now. It ended up being super successful. So I bet they were like, dang it. It was my favorite show for three or four years. Like my the favorite show. Same, but I have not. I I don't know what's been happening. Is it still? No, I think now it's current day and everybody's living a happy life. Mm. Oh, okay, cool. (laughs) How boring of a show. All the zombies are dead. People eat all the food groups. The end. All right, next. It would take a person approximately 15 to 18 years to do all the training you'd need to become Batman. Interesting. I just, I guess I don't think of the training. I think of how rich he is and just think he can buy all that stuff. Yeah, because he has equipment. Yes, he has. Yes, but he also can fight. Okay. But what training? Yeah. Well, he goes away. Remember in that one of the Batmans? That's jail. They throw him in a hole. Oh. That ain't training. That's life, baby. <laughs> it goes away. Yeah. Uh, okay. I I had this whole debate with my wife about Batman. We were watching it. And we turn it on and the new The Batman. And it's really long. And she's so analytical about certain things, so emotional about others. And we're watching it. And she's like, what's his, what's his superhero power or whatever? I was like, he didn't have one. He goes, why they call him a superhero? I was like, well, he saves people. Okay, we'll call him a cop. I was like, well, <laughs> I was like, well, he's not really a, a cop. But he's a superhero with, like, um, uh, uh, Iron Man. What's his power? Well, he's rich. Well, okay, call him a cop. And I was like, well, that's a good point. Dang it. And then she's like, why does he wear that stupid costume? And I was like, what do you mean? Is this, he's a superhero. We already said he's not a superhero, so let's move on from that. <laughs> he said, but, but why, like, the, it looks like an adult going to a child's birthday party. Like, why does he have to do that? Like, after all these years, can't they, like, make it? Uh, he's, like, wearing rubber. 
And I was like, yeah, it's, it's a movie. She goes, well, it's creepy. They should not do that because it looks like he's trying to get into like a kid's birthday. And I said, she said, why is he a bat? And I was like, I, I, have, I have no idea. She's like, can he just wear like a black headband or something? And I was like, because he doesn't flap his arms out anymore. That's old school Batman. Mm. So why does he still wear the ears? Oh, my yeah. goodness. This yeah. is the discussions you guys have? Yeah, I paused it for this. Wow. I was, I was really dialed in. And so I said, uh, yeah, I don't know why he's a bat sonar. She's like, does he use that a lot? I'm like, I don't think so. She goes, all right. So he's not a superhero. You don't know why he's a bat. And he wears like a creepy adult costume out solving crime. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, all right, you can hit play. I was like, all right, cool. We didn't watch Spider-Man anything after that, but that was kind of how that went down there. All right, next. Number one. Sour Patch Kids are from the same manufacturer as Swedish Fish. So the red Sour Patch Kids are the same exact candy as Swedish Fish. They just got sugar on them. I don't know if there's a worse candy than Swedish Fish, though. That's oh. like, that's like where well, they get old people who want candy but don't can't really have real candy. Yeah, because it's not even sweet, really. It's not. Oh, but people it's like that rubber. love them love right. them. Like, I used to have little wrestling men that were rubber. Same thing as Swedish Fish. Same factory. <laughs> <laughs> I had those guys, yeah, too. Yeah, same, same thing. Swedish Fish are terrible. I don't hate them. Oh. But it's like not real candy. But I also love Bitto Honey. I guess I'm not hard to please. I don't I, I don't like Beto honey, but that's because I don't like Beto honey. Swedish fish, I have no feeling about whatsoever because it's just stupid. <laughs> wow. There you go. Okay. Yeah. But next time you're eating a Sour Patch Kid, just know you're eating the red ones. You're eating a Swedish fish dipped in sugar. I'll be honest with you. As soon as this segment's over, I'll never remember this. <laughs> yeah. You right. might. Okay, there you go. Fun Fact Friday. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. All right, so I want to tell you this story about a Kansas teenager that's doing something pretty simple but making people feel super special. So everyone around the country can take notes and try to do this. Shout out to Caleb Kelly Jones, who was looking for a way to just give back to his community. He noticed the janitors at his school weren't really getting the type of appreciation they deserve and they worked so hard. So he rallied his family and friends and they made a bunch of cookies and he straight up showed up to the janitors with all the cookies and he had a card signed by every single student, every teacher, every administrator at the school. The custodians were completely blown away by the kind gesture and it totally made their day. And I thought, this is such a doable, simple thing as a way to say thank you to people that work so hard. Well, and I would bet you that's a pretty underappreciated job. For the amount of work that goes in, yeah. the amount of respect they probably don't get because you don't see the amount of work that goes in. So I like it. And again, it's somebody appreciating somebody who probably doesn't feel the appreciation enough. Um, if I were to equate that to somebody on the show, I'd say probably like me. You guys should appreciate. <laughs> do, you, do you want cookies in a yeah, card? Yeah, I'll, I'll get you some. I always want cookies in a card. Who doesn't want cookies in a card? Uh, that's an awesome story. Yeah. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. We got a new champion. Eddie's back. Yay! Here I am. By the way, there have been five champions total. Eddie, four, Amy, one. Dang, dude. The Tom Brady of Easy Trivia. You are. Amazing. All right, it's the easiest trivia game ever. Question number one. The category is animals, Amy. Which animal is known as man's best friend? A dog. Correct. Lunchbox, which desert animal has a hump? Camel. Yeah. Eddie, what does a rhinoceros have on its nose? A horn. Yeah. Morgan, what animal is covered in quills? A porcupine. A porcupine is right. Let's go. Let's go. One down. One down. Okay, so now if you miss it, you're out. Okay. And if you miss it, you're going to hear this sound. You've been boned. Object of the game, be the last one to be boned. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. Let's go. 
The category is country music. Amy, who is known as the king of country music? George Strait. Correct. Lunchbox, what country artist sings This Kiss? This kiss, this kiss. It's centripetal. Uh, this kiss. Uh, Faith Hill. Correct. Uh, you got there. Eddie, who wrote the autobiographical song, Coal Miner's Daughter? Mm, Coal Miner's Daughter. That is Loretta Lynn. Correct. Wow. That's a pretty tough one for round two. I had to think yeah, about that one. Good one for you. Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton, Morgan, famously duetted on what country song that was also written by the Bee Gees? Islands in the Sun was Weezer. Islands in the Stream was Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers. Good job. Wow, oh, Morgan. Wow. Good job. All right, the next one. U.S. City Nicknames. Oh, oh my gosh. I hate gosh. geography ones because people get mad it. at us. I know. This, okay. U.S. City Nicknames. All right. U.S. City Knowledge. Which city is the home of Fenway Park, known as Beantown? We've been there. We go there. We've gone. We went. Let's see. The Bean. Fenway. Where were we? I know there's the Bean in Chicago. Bean Town. Fenway Park. And then Fenway is that where the Chicago Cubs are? Chicago. You've been booed. Fenway is where the Boston Red Sox play. That's where we went. Yeah, Bean Town is Boston, (laughs) but there's a bean, but Boston doesn't own every bean. No, they don't. And there are Boston beans, by the way, Boston baked beans. Yes. Yeah, those are really good. Yeah, we went to that. Down goes Amy. Down goes Amy. Oh, my gosh. I knew we went to that. Yeah, yeah. And it was in Boston. Lunchbox, what city is known as the birthplace of jazz? Oh. Uh, has to be New Orleans. Is that your answer? Yeah. Correct. Eddie, what city is known as the city of angels? That is Los Angeles. Yeah. Morgan, what's Motor City? Motor City? I I don't know. I mean, NASCAR, I would imagine. Is that Indiana? Is that Indianapolis? I have no idea. Indianapolis. That's incorrect. You've been boom. Motor City cars. They make a lot of cars. I got nothing. Detroit. We yeah, lost no, two I, there. Detroit Motor City. I would have never gotten that. Yeah, that, 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 that city and geography stuff takes us down. That's <laughs> tough, man. Fast. All right, Lunchbox and Eddie are left. Let's go. There are two questions for each of you in this category, which is 90s movies. <laughs> Easy like movies. trivia, Lunchbox. Easy trivia. Which box office hit about nuns starred Whoopi Goldberg? <laughs> Sister Act. Correct. Yeah. He said, oh, yes. Good right. job, good job. <laughs> yes. Eddie. This quote, you're killing me, Smalls, is from what 90s movie? That's The Sandlot. Correct. Lunchbox, who played Mrs. Doubtfire? Robin Williams. Who? Robin Williams. Got it. Yeah. He said Ronald Williams. <laughs> I didn't. Good. I know you didn't. I was asking again. What color was Nickelodeon known for making their VHS tapes, Eddie? What color was Nickelodeon known for making their VHS tapes? Man, I never bought a Nickelodeon VHS tape. But I'm assuming they were, I mean, Nickelodeon's orange, so I'm assuming they would make it orange. Is that your answer? I mean, I have no other answer. Orange. Correct. Ah! Wow! Category is celebrities. Yeah. So me and my people. Lunchbox, what country was Ryan Reynolds born in? (laughs) Canada. Correct. Wow! Good job. How'd you know that? Wow. Don't know Which how. actor visits chick, uh, sick children in the hospital in the Peter Quill Star-Lord costumes? 
Excuse me? <laughs> He's done this a lot. Good luck, Which Eddie. actor visits sick children in the hospital in the Peter Quill Star-Lord costume? Oh, wow. Well, I would assume that's who he played in a movie. I don't know. I don't know who that is, but I'm thinking it's um, the Guardians of the Galaxy guy. Kind of funny. He was in Parks and Rec. Used to be bigger. Now he's all fit. What is his name? Five seconds. Oh my gosh. Chris. <gasps> Liam. Chris Hems. No. Chris Wait. Pine. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. What? Hold on. Your time's up, but what is your answer? Chris Pratt. Your answer is Chris Pratt. The oh my gosh. It's not Chris. The answer is Chris Pratt. Oh, yes. He got there. Uh, Lunchbox. Oh my gosh. Who is Surrey's mother? Katie Holmes. Correct. Sorry, Cruz. That's really good. What two celebrities have a daughter together named Apple? Eddie? Oh, that's Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin. Correct. That's a tough way to get here, but we're here. Lunchbox, the category science. What does a botanist study? Plants. Correct. Eddie, who discovered gravity and the three laws of motion? Isaac Newton. Correct. Lunchbox, who discovered the theory of relativity? What? The theory of relativity. I thought we already did science. Uh, two questions in each. Yeah, well, <sighs> relativity. Uh, Newton. Well, he just said Newton. Well, so you can do back to back. He, two things, yeah, he can guess, be really yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> You've been boom. I don't know what that is. Einstein. E, yeah, e equals MC squared. I don't know what that means. <laughs> There's like famous. Uh, Eddie, come for on. the win. Come on, come on. Okay. What is a paleontologist study? Uh, fossils. Correct. Yes! Yes! Was that Ross and Friends? Yes. Yeah! <laughs> Let's go! First victory of the season. There he is, the champion. Nice job, Eddie. Hey, wow. Lunchbox was tough at the end. He there. was. Good run, Lunch. Yeah, dude. Good, Good lunch, one. buddy. You're so close. All right. That was oh, well, well, so relativity. <laughs> All right, let's play a couple voicemails here. This first one is about a scam on our Facebook page. Ray, play that one, please. Hi, I'm just calling because I almost fell for a scam that a Deborah Headley is posting on Facebook with your show to give people $1,500 in cash app, but you have to pay $50 first to get it. So I just wanted you to be aware of the scam so maybe you guys can shut her down. I love your show. I love you guys. Thanks so much for being on the air. I enjoy you every day. Hey, thanks. Hmm. And thanks for the heads up. Just as a heads up to everybody else, Regardless if it's our page or anywhere else on social media, never pay anybody anything to get something. If they're like, hey, I'll give you this, but you have to pay this, never. It's always a scam. The only time that you pay somebody to get something that's not a scam is when you're actually buying something from a reputable source, like a store, you know? So, Morgan, do they put... I assume because we have a big following, there's a lot of this crap. Oh my gosh, there's yeah. so many scams. I go through our page like three times a day trying to ban these people and shut them down. But of course, there's going to be some that fall through the cracks. So just be vigilant to not fall for it. Don't pay for anything on our page. Man, I saw an investment that looked pretty good on that page. Though. Oh yeah, what was it? Oh, a little, it was like five thousand dollars, <laughs> and then there were some testimonies like, "Yeah, I did that, and it worked." Oh my underneath. god! Wow, yeah, that's crazy. Send me the link. Okay. <laughs> All right, here is one more. This is Sandra. I would like for you to give a shout out to the Ponca City Police Department because we had a near drowning on my, my three-year-old granddaughter and they saved her life. That's awesome. So Ponca City Police Department, it's like a tell me something good here. Jumped in, saved her. 
Pretty cool. On Monday's show, Eddie's going to try to be a lifeguard. I don't know yeah. if you guys have heard yet. He's going to go take the, the physical test. It's been a while since I've <laughs> done something like that. It's been a while since you said a few lives yourself. <laughs> yes. How many saves you got? Oh, three bones total. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Come on, three man. Let's total. go. That's Monday's show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. A new study found that women need more downtime on weekends more than men do. The new study was done by women women who put the study (laughs) out. Yes, go ahead. So, in general, weekends is when, you know, we have the least amount of stress. Everybody deserves a little bit of downtime, but there's a major dramatic shift for women because women juggle more things throughout the week and they don't have as much downtime in general. So, it is important for you to kick back, relax on the weekends. They say it's essential here. Well, if the story in the pile, we know we must live it. We <laughs> must go live it in our lives. Take this home to your men. All right, what else? <laughs> if you've always been a bad dancer, you can officially blame it on your parents because another study was done about this, and it's partly down to your genetics, whether or not you can move on the dance floor. Sure, it's rhythm. It's um, hand-eye coordination. I would say it's all genetics as far as what you can do naturally. If you're a fast runner, probably your parents were pretty fast runners. Anything we do physically. Yeah, the study even went into playing the drums or yeah. rhythm guitar. Like There's so- work that takes to get better, but just being natural at something is almost all just coming from your parents or, or your grandparents. I know. And what's a bummer is that my sister is a really good dancer and then I'm not. You'll admit that. Oh, I know I'm not good. Nice. I've even tried. Sashira, my daughter, did a dance camp the other day and I had to help <laughs> her with a dance and it was brutal. Like, brutal. I, it, Did you see Justin Timberlake dance recently? No. He was dancing on stage, and it was like, and, and I thought he was kidding, but they, the internet was like, oh, Timberlake's lost it all. He's lost all swag. He was doing sexy back? He was, just, he was dancing to one of his songs. <laughs> How could he lose it? He, he I'm can't lose yeah, I saw it, it. and it's it it tough. It looked like me down dancing Uh-oh. with the stars. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> All right, what else? Well, speaking of you being on TV, I saw that Snake in the Grass, your TV show on USA Network, officially is premiering on Monday, August 1st at 11 Easter, 10 Central. Yeah, 11 Easter. It's what? a holiday. Yeah. <laughs> Easter. I said Easter. Oh, oh. Um, Snake in the Grass. I didn't know it was coming on so late. That night? At, yeah, 11, 10 wow. Central. Um, yeah, no idea. It's, and it, it's after USA's biggest show, which is wrestling. And then it, I think it goes on Peacock immediately like a na- the next day so USA because I'm going to be honest with you I don't, I don't stay up that late I don't stay up at 10 o'clock uh, but I'm glad it's on a weeknight so at least I can tell the audience hey tonight's the show yeah so but August 1st the show airs it's really it's a really cool show Who has, who's seen it not me. You haven't, Not me you haven't yet. seen it yet? No, you haven't sent me one. You didn't send it. To it's me. a really cool show. It's like <laughs> a old like a who done it. You got to figure out who who's the the snake the whole time. But it, there's um I don't want to run too much of it. What does it say in the, the press release there? Okay, I can say what it does. Yeah, go on. Okay, this action-packed social experiment is hosted by Yeah, it's a social experiment. That's what it is. You're like judging people and how they react to situations. Hey, she was about to say who it's hosted yeah, no, by. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hosted by national radio and television personality Bobby Bones. Ooh. Each episode <laughs> will feature four players who are dropped in the wild for 36 hours with a chance to win $100,000. In order to win, the four must figure out which one of them is the snake. And it's each episode self-contained, so you don't have to follow along. You know, are these players um, are cel- celebrities? Some or are. are okay. Yeah, some are like, I can say now some... It, Old, uh, we did one with all old Survivor contestants. Oh, cool! Now, question: Amazing race from all over the country. Yeah, okay, go ahead. The hundred thousand dollars. If the snake, the snake gets it off, he tricks them. Okay, but the if they figure it out, it, if they figure out who the snake is, and the snake is none, none. 
Oh, you like man. that? Yeah, I do like that. <laughs> yeah, it's good because again, it's just an episode. It's shot really cool. It's different. It's I guess people will compare it to Survivor just because we're in the jungle. Yeah, it says there's, there's no surviving. You're in the remote and rugged Central American jungle. Yeah, it sucked. So that <laughs> they call it the snake. Wait, pit. but you didn't compete. No, but, but I was I was there longer there. than they were. Oh. I had to shoot all yeah. the crap. I'd be at every challenge. <laughs> oh man. Listen, there's whoa, there's reality TV legends from Survivor, Big Brother, Naked and Afraid. Yeah. I just I That's, just you, I mean no, he, you, I said big, uh, Survivor. You said Survivor. You did not Sorry, say Sorry, she did, he didn't and say I, Naked and Afraid he, because guess what? We don't know who anybody is from Naked and Afraid. I don't know who anybody was. Oh, that's just crazy. <laughs> they did the whole show naked though. Yeah. <laughs> no, they didn't, thank God. All right, well, thank you. Uh, August first, that show premieres on USA. I hope you guys watch it. Yeah. And that's all. All right, Amy. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Miles Copeland is 25 years old and his day job, he's a firefighter. So he fights fires, saves lives, but he's also a semi-pro basketball player. So he fights fires, gets done. Oh, I got a game today. Goes to the game. He's playing, run up down the court. All of a sudden, 61-year-old referee, boom, passes out, falls face down onto the court. Well, guess what? Miles said, hey, I'm a firefighter. Runs over there. Hoo, 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 Dang. hoo, hoo. Chest compressions, not for one minute, not two minutes, not three, four, five, ten minutes. He did chest compressions. I'm be honest with you. <laughs> he's going to do it all the seconds. 37 all minutes. Like, not 22, not 23. Right. Not 20. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> ten minutes later, brought him back to life. Wow. That's awesome. Hey, just to That's a long hang into it. Like, how long do you hang? I mean, do you hang until some like a doctor gets there and goes, yes, sir? I don't know. Because you hear like 10 minutes, I'd be like, I mean, all right, 20 seconds, of... I'm tired, and I don't know. It's, it's not going to work yeah. out. We lost him. Yeah, we lost <laughs> Oh, gosh. He's no. still somewhat breathing, and his eyes are opening. <laughs> and like, guys, he's done. Put a towel over him. <laughs> but that's to, to, la- to do that for 10 minutes and to have those skills and to use them, pretty, yeah. pretty awesome. And so the ref, you know, woke up and he was like, oh, oh foul to- on him. No, foul, technical. <laughs> he said, oh, do I need to finish refing the game? But they took him to the hospital and he had open heart surgery to. Wow, he did. Yeah. He had a blockage. Boom, but he's okay. That's crazy. Now, those blockages are crazy because you can't see them, right? Mm-hmm. We have somebody that's close to us that had a blockage and all of a sudden was feeling really sick. Uh, smash cut in the hospital having full heart surgery. Crazy. So you, you can't see them. I, don't you wonder you inside of your body them, you right can't now? Feel them. I know. It's I know, like, and it's so. What's you, wrong in me right now? It's not like you can just go pay to have it looked at. I mean, I guess you could. Yeah, you have to have a lot of money. I, I think yeah. you do. There, there are places you can go, but you have to pay a lot of money. Oh yeah, I, I don't, I've only heard of these places. <laughs> I have a right. friend that's like, I want to go to this place. I want to fly to San Diego, <laughs> and they go over every inch of your body, and they tell you everything that's wrong with you. That sounds awesome. I or want someone terrible. to tell me everything that's right with me. Yeah, I need me. something in the middle. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> not everything that's wrong with you? Yeah, I need a mix. Like, for everything you find wrong, I need something really great. Yeah. Because otherwise, I'll be yeah. really sad. Oh. Uh, great story, Lunchbox. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.